Even Richard Nixon has got soul. How's this guy feeling? I'm alright. That bag's gone? Yeah. Nice. Bag was gone before we played the show. I know, I'm just, you know, updating the audience, yeah. The listeners. Did yeah. we do an episode when I had the bag? No. The last thing people heard from you, at, at least patrons, was the 420 episode, which we recorded before the uh, Peace Trail episode. And you were just kind of sick. You were like, and Mike was sick, so we just thought you had the bug. But we should oh, update yeah. people. You had your appendix burst. <laughs> you were in the ER for several days. Yeah, my appendix ruptured and fucking I had an abscess form. Yeah. They kept me waiting in the ER for like 10 hours. Yeah. I didn't go into surgery for like 12 hours. Yikes. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then I had this weird drainage bag hanging out of me. Sick. For like a week. But you're Can't good kick. now. Yeah, I'm fine. Well, yeah. Getting there. Yeah, it's going to take a while for my stomach to get back to normal. Yeah. Still Deep. having, you know, bouts of, you know, <laughs> bowel stuff. Bowel stuff. Yeah. Well, you're good, and now Mike is on his way to Pittsburgh for a family emergency. So, Yeah. But, which I feel weird about because this album is so good and i know he loves it just as much as we do but uh he told us to go on without him so we're gonna have uh we're gonna have our old silver gold patrons join us i threw i threw it out to them if they wanted to pop on those are our highest tier patrons um and did you see what <laughs> that did you see the text i sent you the screenshot yeah it's it's great craig bitch just said the bitch is in <laughs> the bitch is in <laughs> podcast thanks for tuning in um or turning it on or whatever this is a podcast you're bad at, you're bad at this part <laughs> you're not good at the mic shoot <laughs> what does he say uh this is the this is the long may you young it's thanks mike- for listening to the long may you young this is mike shoe along with the condon brothers of the band town meeting and this is Long May You Young. He was just one of two Neil Young podcasts. Yeah, one, that's right. One of two Neil Young podcasts. The other one being in French. But don't yeah, he, be denied. He's great. Mike podcast. just turns it on. He just naturally does it. Yeah, great. I can't I can't do that. Um yeah, this is the it's long It's rainy May- and yeah, you yeah. know, I'm ready well, for this, a nap. This is the Long May You Young podcast. Mike is not here for in my opinion, one of the 
one of yeah, the Yeah, I told you albums. I felt felt kind of bad not having Shoe, not waiting for Shoe for this one, but we got to get it out. Got to get it out. He had to go down to the Berg, and uh, I think he's here with us in spirit. Um, he's hitchhiking down to Pittsburgh for uh, for a family situation. Um, but uh, yeah, he's having some amphetamines on the way. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm very excited to talk about this. Uh, yeah, me too. There's media, a lot to talk about with this one. Social media going crazy about Hitchhiker, and I'm gonna we're gonna read as much of it as we can because people are pretty stoked on this album. But Russ, since it's just you and me, the boys of town meeting, I'm gonna take this opportunity to go ahead and plug our tour, shamelessly plug our tour coming up. Uh, sure. We have a new album coming out called "A Boy, a Bear, a Beast, a Bone, a Mouse," and we are we're slowly dipping our toes back into the uh, playing shows again but we have a mini album release tour we're going to be in um a few cities in the northeast we're going to be in uh philadelphia we're playing uh the attic flip 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 philadelphia don't interrupt the plug i'm trying to get people to these shows this is a free show in philly at the attic brewing company uh you don't need a ticket that's going to be on wednesday june 15th then the next night thursday june 16th we're going to be at the pocket in Washington, D.C. There'll be a ticket link posted uh, next week for that. After that, we're at Rockwood Music Hall in New York City, New York. That's going to be a ton of fun. The, the, our New York shows are always a blast. Please come to that. The That's on your night, birthday, isn't it? Yeah, June 17th, Friday night. Um, the night after that, we're in Connecticut at the Stomping Ground. It's a small space, but it's a ton of fun. Uh, we've played there a bunch of times. And then uh, a week after that, we're up in Burlington, Vermont, at Foam Brewery, that's going to be a ton of fun. And then our the two biggest shows were in Boston at Brighton Music Hall with Air Traffic Controller on Friday, July eighth, and f- Saturday, July 9th, we're up in Portland at uh, the Portland House of Music, also with Air Traffic Controller. Those shows will probably sell out. Please grab tickets. I'll uh, post the link on the Long May You Young page as well as the Town Meeting page to all these shows. So. Be on the lookout, come see town meeting. Boom, got the plug out right away, and Mike couldn't stop me. Not like he would anyway. No, he wouldn't. Mike finally came and saw us play, even though he didn't see the full town meeting. It's a town meeting light. Saw you, just you and I playing a little show in Worcester. That was fun, man. That was fun. Uh, I'll shamelessly plug. I'm in the process of mixing my solo album right now. Nice. Dan just sent me the first versions of mixes. So Dude, Send them to me. I want to hear them. That'll be uh, probably, I don't know, I'll probably put the solo album out in the fall sometime. It'll be under Man With Song. I think it's going to be called um, Or Something Like That. Or so. Something Like That? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Man With Song and then Or Something Like That. I'll probably okay. put it out in the fall. I don't know yet. We'll see. All right, nice. Yeah, see it's how good. it goes. I've heard the, <coughs> the unmixed <coughs> versions and they're great. But are you worried Thanks. that you recorded these and then... Um, the people from your record label are going to <laughs> recommend you don't put them out. Yeah, say that they just sound like demos. <laughs> that they don't they're not impressed. I mean, if I had a record label, maybe that would happen, but So Hitchhiker recorded on August 11th, 1976. Uh technically part of the archive series. I never know how it all works. I'm sure uh John Locker or the bitch will be able to tell us. <laughs> He's yeah, I think it's it's technically age. part of the the archive series, but it's like one of the what did it say like a special series like or something like that. It's archival like a, release sessions or something. I don't know. There's five different archive. It's you know what? It's Neil Young and yeah. the Multiverse of Madness is what it is. 
Yeah. Hey, Wanda. It is. Um, yeah, it says, yeah. The first of the special release series, but the ninth in the archival release series. Recorded August 11, 1976, like you said, but released September 8th, 2017. Do you remember when it came out? I do. I do too, yeah. I love yeah. when I loved this album when it came out. I did too. I still love it. It's still top 10 Neil albums for me. I think I was driving... I think I was like in Maine or something when I first listened to this. Really? Yeah. I think I was like driving back from Maine. Nice. Yeah, it was a good listen. It was a uh, good time. I don't remember where, but I've listened to this album <clears throat> a ton of times. Um, this album is going to be very hard for me to pick a cut song for. I actually don't know if I'll be able to. Yeah, someone on Facebook said that. Good luck. Who was that? Someone. Um. You got I don't know, Facebook. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead. We had a, we posted this on Facebook not that long ago. And I'm going to go ahead and read um a bunch of comments because people love this album. Um okay. Uh James Clark says gobsmacking genius. Neil Young was an embarrassment of riches in the 70s. Love this whole damn thing and never skip a track. I just repeat a track every once in a while. Read about this in McDonough's book for years, and he, Brig, he and Briggs were not exaggerating its genius. Title track, Give Me Strength, and The Old Country Waltz are my top three. Pocahontas is possibly my all-time favorite Neil song, but I never had a problem with the Russ Never Sleeps production. You guys are screwed when it comes to your cut song. Yeah, so it was James that said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremy Huber says, This is one of my favorite all-time Neil albums. It's so vulnerable and naked. You can hear all the little scrapes and flubs and can damn near smell the weed. He's at the peak of his powers here. And then John Locke replies to him, Jeremy Huber, holy crap, yes. Can you imagine being as talented as Neil was at this point in his career? He's recording some of his greatest songs ever, but but in his eyes, they're not good enough for him or else they're just too personal and he doesn't want to share them. This is a career record for any other artist, but for him, it wasn't good enough for release, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um and it's it's true. This isn't new Neil. This is Neil fucking fifteen years in the game. No, yeah. not fifteen years. I'm fucking I'm fucking it up. But uh I mean seventy-six. So this is after yeah, all this is after his first six or seven records, right? <clears throat> yeah, he's still been in it for a while. He's still been doing it for a while. He also recorded these only weeks after he left that tour with Stills. Remember he left right in the middle mm -hmm. of it? Um and recorded this in a. I mean, this night. is yeah. This is a. This is prime time. Prime time, Neil. You oh, know, fucking so good. Mid mid to late seventies. This is um, seventy six. So, Kurt Kepler says this is a super NY record. I think it would have been very well received back in seventy six. Neil is more introspective than usual on most of these songs. The lyrics are both abstract and often seem to represent Neil being shameful of history. The acoustic versions of Pocahontas and Powderfinger are chilling. And I agree with that 100%. Especially Powderfinger. It's chilling mm. to the bone. Oh, it's so great. Um, and then John Locke replies, we should just hire John Locke as our friend. <laughs> well, is he going to come on? Because yeah, yeah he'll, he, he'll be on here. You don't got to read all of his responses. I think he responded to everybody's comment. Um, James, <laughs> Harper, Powder, James Harper, Powderfinger is the highlight for me. Aside from missing the guitar hook, I almost like it more as an acoustic song than the Russ Never Sleeps version. It just hits on another level. I will go right ahead and say I love the Russ Never Sleeps version. I prefer this version. 
I think yeah, version, it's a, like, it's a it's, tough one, but I I, I think I probably like this one more too. Um, August Carlson. This came out a year after I became a Neil fan. I don't remember Peace Trails release, but I pre-ordered this one and love it to death. And I think it's practically perfect from Pocahontas all the way to the old country waltz. The version of Powderfinger on here is beautiful. And this acoustic version of Hitchhiker is phenomenal. Give me strength is one of the best Neil tracks ever. Mm. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And then I got to read Joel's, our, our buddy Joel. Uh, writes, what a wonderful surprise. I didn't even know that album existed when it came out. There's nothing better than a whole acoustic solo record by Neil during one of his most prolific periods. When I put it on the first time and I heard Neil saying, are you ready, Briggs? I knew it was. I knew I was in for a good time. Even though some of these takes became more official with overdubs on other albums, some of these versions are now my all-time favorites. Campaigner with the Missing Verse, Haunting unreleased song Hawaii, Drunken Piano and Harp on Old Country Waltz, and of course the title track. This is for me the definitive version of that song. Um, and then Cartier mm. Jensen writes, Are you ready, Briggs? Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> he also writes, Also, I really like the album. I like the idea of him and Briggs chilling into the night. My biggest qualm is some of the original version of lyrics, specifically in Old Country Waltz. Lyrics get a bit clunky, and I'm so glad he changed them. Um, Bob Satch Satchwell. That's uh, isn't that record? record yeah, that's store? record Bob. I think record yeah, store Bob. Record store Bob. One of the most bootlegged albums of all time. Glad it finally got an official release. And then he said, "Have you, you youngsters seen this classic Neil Young footage? It's hilarious." But I, it says Neil Young goes record shopping, finds his own bootlegs. I want. <laughs> I gotta watch this. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, we'll pull that up. We'll watch that. Um, and then John Locke writes some stuff, but he'll, he can mention when he pops on, uh, Sandre, uh, running, running says bought it, day, bought it day one on vinyl. I need this on vinyl. Um, the artwork is so good. I think I need to hang it on my wall. Fun fact. Hitchhiker is Neil's only acoustic studio studio album with only him on guitar and piano. That can't be true. I mean, I think it is really, yeah, I mean, yeah, studio, his only studio. Yeah. What about uh, Lenoise? I don't think anyone else plays on Lenoise. Oh, acoustic studio. Album. Acoustic, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Ian Dowson says, "Amazing! This the version on here made me fall in love with the old country waltz, and I agree with that." So. Yeah, it, and it. I, I mean, I wrote this in my notes for that song, but it also made me. Just remember, not that you would ever forget, but it just reminded me how fucking great American Stars and Bars is. Yeah. Such a good record. I mean, this in some ways, it's like a, it's like a time-traveling greatest hits. It's like Neil wrote a greatest hits album before any of the songs came out and then released it after. Yeah, I mean, he kind of did weird shit like that anyway because some of these... Like he put some of these songs, which at the time when he put out Decade, they would have been unreleased. Yeah. And, the you know, they were on Decade. That was, was the first time. And that was like a greatest hits record for songs that people hadn't heard. Was Decade already out at this point? No, right? What do you mean? Like had Decade come out by the time the, he recorded this? By the time he recorded this? No, because uh, Decade would have been 79, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That it, decade was after this, but um, yeah, I'm losing the recording mind. of it. But um, but but what I'm saying is, is that no, decade was '77. 
So it was a year after this. Yeah, it was a year after. But that's what I'm saying is that he put some of the songs on this, um, like, which ones? Campaigner, I think, is is one. I don't remember the other ones, but... um, they the first time people heard them was on Decade, which was a kind of a greatest hits for some songs that people had never heard. You know? I think just which is a very Cam- Neil thing to do. I think of all these songs, only Campaigner is on Decade. Um, let me see. Because the first two are on Russ Never Sleeps. Russ Never Sleeps. Kennedy was on Hawks and Doves. Hawks and Doves. Then the other two were unreleased. And then Russ Never Sleeps, Illinois. Deca- yeah, you're right. It was just Campaigner. Yeah. But still. And then comes a time. And American Stars. Yeah, it's just a smorgasbord of... That's so it's good. so interesting to me that... And I know we'll get to it, but I can't believe that the title track, The Hitchhiker, was only released... The was the version on Lenoise. I know, and he sat on it for when, when was Lenoise? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was the nineties. Twenty ten. No. So he sat on that for long time, dude. Thirty five years. But I mean, obviously, he has played that song. Of course, yeah. And it's in like a lot of the archives and stuff, but those weren't released yet. Um. Oh, we got. I never uh, knew that. We got someone entering the waiting room here. It says Penny. You think, Penny. You think it's the bitch or the lock? I don't let's, know. Let's see. Probably, who Penny is. probably the lock. You think the lock's Penny? Maybe. So we'll see. Yes, we'll find out, huh? Yes, we'll find out who Penny is. Uh, well, if I had a penny for every time I've heard that. Hey, Penny. <laughs> what if it's Neil? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what would you and do? Mike's not here. <laughs> I'd tell him how good Hitchhiker is. And then I'd just yell, hey, Yeah, Arrow. but it's just the camera comes on and then it's just fucking Neil. <laughs> and you find out Neil, Neil's been Craig Bish just, the whole time. There's just chickens behind him. <laughs> I go by Penny to my friends. Because I drive. My, my secret Zoom name is Penny. Because of the Link Vault. <laughs> you know, Lincoln on the Penny. Oh, okay. That was a stretch. That was a stretch, but I liked it. Can you imagine fucking Neil Paul's on a fucking mic? That's not going to happen, but that would be really, really funny. With oh, Bird. With Bird. With Bird. Well, while we're waiting for Penny to pop on, um, we should say this was recorded in... What if it was Pennywise? A... Don't, man. Come on. I don't want to do that. This was recorded in a, a single right, night. Comes right through your computer screen. In the full moon, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Um, but like we said, uh, well, no, it was, they recorded during the full moon. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but it was just him and Briggs, uh, just, just, and, uh, David Stockwell, right? Or, uh, Dean not Stockwell. David, what's his name? Um, Dean Stockwell. What's Dean, Dean. Yeah. Dean Stockwell. Was Dean there? Penny's got me all fucked up. Come on, Penny. <laughs> yeah. Dean was there. there. It was the only two, only two other people. Um, yeah, that's right. Because. Doesn't he say something on uh, he says something cool on the archives about this? I'll look it up later. But uh, yeah, just while you while we're waiting, I got uh, I posted on Instagram as well. Okay, Locko said, "Love it, one of my favorite Neil records, reissued or not." 
David Young Tune said, Neil at his most stoned. This record is Neil's haunting acoustic side, done perfectly. Nice. And then Matt, Matt PTBO said, Hitchhiker fucking rules. Nice. A little more simple on the Instagram, but I like it. Um, the songs on the album were recorded in a single night. In Neil's memoir, Special Deluxe, Young described the session. Um, it was a complete piece, although I was pretty stony on it. And you can hear it in my performances. I laid down all the songs in a row, pausing only for weed, beer, and coke. Briggs was in the control room, mixing live on his favorite console. I fucking love that. Pausing only for weed, beer, or coke. I think he meant like Coca-Cola, right? That's pro- uh, No, Neil's a Pepsi guy. <laughs> I think that's canon. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But I, I can't like, uh, hold on. I want, I'm going to pull up what he wrote on the archives because I fucking love it. Um, cause he, he just, he does a little note. Do you ever go to like, um, the archives, look up an album or a song. And then if you click like, uh, articles, just the little blurbs that he writes about. Oh, no, shit. I haven't. Yeah. So he writes this. Hitchhiker was recorded one night at Indigo Studio, high in the mountains above the Pacific coast. David Briggs was at the board as I sat in a small room with my guitar. My friend, Dean Stockwell, and sat in the room with my guitar, my friend, Dean Stockwell, and, and played all the songs on this album. It was always meant to be a solo album, and I wanted continuity, a feeling you were in, pl- in a place with me, and I was singing these songs to you. The year was 1976, and I had a lot of new songs to play. This is a record I will never forget making, and I am so fulfilled by the fact that it was finished and is now available. It is not a commercial record. It's a special record of songs that were on my mind that night as I played for Dean and David. Hitchhiker was a labor of love. It stands for the way David and I made records. Neil. That's cute. Fucking Neil, man. Fucking Neil, man. I think you should tell Penny to try again or something. Yeah, Penny's not popping on. He keeps trying to connect to audio. Hey, Daryl! I can't connect! <laughs> um, this is Should we just, like, get, gonna be get into it? No, man, there's more to say about this. What do you got? You got we gotta have more to say about this. About what? I don't know. We do need Mike. Mike's the anchor. Yeah. Oh, what I said... So, yeah, we were talking about how the how Reprise wasn't impressed and said it was more like a collection of demos. Um, And obviously they're idiots, but uh, I, it's a curious sort of thing. I, I'm kind I'm kind of glad that it happened how it happened, obviously. Right. Yeah. But like, I'm trying to imagine what it would have been like if it was released, you know, I think, well, obviously it happened this way because Neil Young is a time traveling vampire. So to him, He's like, he's like, he's like Dr. Manhattan. Like it's all time just kind of all happens. Yeah. It's all happening at the same time. All happening at the same time for him. So he doesn't understand like when we're like, Oh, why did you release this then? He doesn't understand that. I mean, he does, but he doesn't. He's Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) Dr. Neil Hatton. (laughs) Hey, Daryl, look at my big blue balls. Come on, man. Reel it in with the Hey Daryls. You can't, man. Um, (laughs) Um, but uh, I think you're right. I think it's better that it happened this way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, Reprise is stupid for 
saying that and for kind of keeping it shelved, but I'm glad that it happened how it happened. And also I wonder if those songs would have came out on the records that they came out on if right. he did. I don't think, he, I don't think so. Not um, all of them. Certainly yeah. not all of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A few so. probably, but I don't think you have Powderfinger this way. Or maybe you do, but maybe because of its success, he does instead of, you know how he does the two versions of um, My My Hey Hey? Oh, oh. We got pennies here. The audio. How do I change that? Who's that? Let's see. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. Yeah, we can't see you. Working out. Oh, that's John. It, okay, oh, Jess, okay. Penny yeah. changed. Uh, we, I don't know if he wants his real name said, but this this would be John Locke, right? Yeah, th- this will be John. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why it was taking him so fucking John long. John Locke here with the Harvest T-shirt and a full landing on water background. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? Not too much. How you guys doing? What's up, buddy? Doing good. That's fit. How you feeling? Hold on. I Did gotta- you? I gotta get a picture of this for shoe. Wait, you gotta hold the beer up. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Russ, I'll send this to you too, so you can post this. Yeah, oh, I just. Are you one. cool with? Well, Russ we don't want to post it unless unless John wants us to. That's true. I don't well, post anything. We'll at least send it to shoe. Wait, so John, when you were getting on here, it said Penny. Do you want us to edit that out? No, it's fine. Okay. John Locke. Yeah. The background. Yeah, I always use this laptop for my uh my daughter nice. for school's meetings when they don't have school. Gotcha. Um. So yeah. So Mike had a family emergency. So me and Russ are we couldn't go any longer without talking about this album because it's so fucking good. Um, yes. And, yes. And you had commented a bunch on Facebook, so I didn't read any of yours. But just your initial reaction, John. What What do you got on Hitchhiker? Uh, I've been obsessed with this record since it first came out. I mean, the majority of the songs I already knew and loved, uh, but like Hawaii, that song just chills me to the bone. It's just, his voice is so emotional, so raw. And of course, Hitchhiker, that song, and there's the the other version from uh, Lenoise. This version is just perfection. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, Luke, you said he had his harvest shirt, but that's a Long May You Young harvest. Oh, damn. Shirt. Yeah, it is. It's a Long May You Young. It's, it's merch that you can get at longmayyouyoungpodcast.com. Yeah. Oh, cr- oh, yes, it is. Craig was almost here, and then he left, so maybe he'll be back. The bitch, the bitch the, will be back. The bitch will be back. <laughs> um, Goddamn oh. bitch, it's got to be back. Yeah. What was I going to say? We're getting a little bit of an echo on on your end, I think, John. Is there a way to? Yes, yes. Sorry. Oh, oh you're good. This guy's got to get some a pair of headphones. What's going on? What they don't sell headphones in Connecticut? <laughs> Where did my audio go? <laughs> oh, he shouldn't have fucked with it because now he's not gonna get back. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. There we go. Can you hear us now? Yeah, I I was just uh, getting experimental. John, I was when, casting it to my, my uh, TV screen. How many town oh, meeting okay. shows are you going to come to? And I caused the echo. 
Oh, I'm not sure. I'm hoping to make it to the stomping ground. And uh, I've been meaning to touch base with you because I wasn't sure if there's going to be any uh, like afternoon weekend shows to bring the girls to. This, um, I don't no, think no, so. No. Um, yeah, I couldn't remember either. But definitely going to try to get at least one more town meeting. Um, dude, you got to come to the – take your wife to the New York show. It's a Friday night. It's my birthday. Take your wife to the city, to the big city. Oh, yes, yes, that one. The Rockwood. We, uh, those ones are so much fun. It's in the Lower East Side. We just rip around the town afterwards. It's going to be a blast. We'll get tattoos. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome she'd be up for that <laughs> um, but yeah john i uh <clears throat> back to the the record um luke and i i don't know if you heard us we were just talking about uh i don't know i don't i don't know how to say it so this was obviously reprise was like uh no you should shelve this it sounds like demos i'm not we're not impressed but what do you think would have happened if if they didn't say that and if they did like it and if it was released, do you think we'd still see these songs as they were released? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you still think we get the old country, the old country waltz on American stars and bars or like, um, you know, does campaigners still end up on decade and stuff like that? Man, that is a really tough question. I mean, but I mean, I'm glad Luke and I were saying, I'm glad that it happened how it happened because this record, when we got it, I I mean, it's perfect. You yeah, know? I think he would have just released it as is. It was going to be released. I don't think he would have done any overdubs or added anything to it. I mean, it was to, just yeah. pouring out his heart at the time on record. So I think he probably would have just not wanted to revisit it yeah. and just yeah. get it out there. Russ, that question is kind of like, what do you think? Who with him? It would have been like, what do you think would have happened if, you know, the Gospels were written in this order instead of a different order? Do you know what I mean? It's just, what happened, happened. Neil, yeah, no, I know. I just, yeah. Neil is outside of time and space. Neil is those <laughs> aliens from uh, Interstellar. <laughs> He's in the fifth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daryl, I'm about to touch Matthew McConaughey's finger. Oh, was that Anne Hathaway? I forget. That movie, uh, I don't. Anne Anne Hache. No, right. Anne Hathaway. It, it, was it was a cat girl, that woman. Yeah, ha- Anne Hathaway. It's Anne Hathaway. I always get them confused too. Come on, get pull it together. This is a goddamn professional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Neil's going to release a record just in binary at some point. <laughs> he definitely would. Um, no, I'm glad. That, I'm glad it happened this way. I I. I often think about studios I would love to kind of be a fly on the wall at. Um, it, one of them always comes to me, Russ, is uh, the Avid Brothers recording True Sadness. Mm. Um, but then uh, I think probably for Neil Records, I mean, there's d- obviously a few Crazy Horse Records I would love to be, but this one, just no, being in that one, room with that vibe. This one and On the Beach would be a big one for me, obviously. Yeah. Rusty and Levon. Come on. So the, I wanted to read something. Um, where the hell is it? Um, this is from All Music. Um, on Hitchhiker, Young still isn't certain if he's exercised those demons and that unease gives just enough complexity to the album's soothing ebb and flow. Um, and then 
the AV Club set says uh, they praised the naked and intimate sound of Pocahontas and Powderfinger and concluded if the bottom of the barrel sounds this good, Young should keep them coming. Which I fucking I think I think this album is universally loved. It might be the most universally loved Neil album ever. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, yeah. And then there was one possibly. Other, there was one other. Thing. Although to go back to <clears throat> to go back to John, one of John's favorites, there was an article on the Spectrum, I think, where they uh, they didn't have very good things to say about Hawaii. But I'm with you. I'm with you, John. I like. How can you not like Hawaii? I really like it, and I like his his performance but yeah they said something hold on i'll find it oh as for the two previously unreleased tracks hawaii is easily the weakest with its corny rhymes and odd melody it seems obvious now why it didn't find its way on another album give me strength fares better with slightly fewer silly lines both tracks however do sound more like rough demos than completed musical ideas still hardcore neil fans will likely appreciate the chance to hear both Overall, this article was mostly praised it, but not not the best review. So, I'm just to like kind of counter what you were saying about. No, I know what you're saying. I feel um, like that's the exception that proves the rule, though. You know. Yeah. Um, Briggs said uh, about about the time of this recording, um, Neil would turn to me and go, "Guess I'll turn on the tap," and then out came Powderfinger, Pocahontas. Out of the blue, ride my llama, two days a day. I'm not talking about sitting down with a pen and paper. I'm talking about picking up a guitar, sitting there, looking me in the face, and in 20 minutes, Pocahontas. Yeah. Bucking What's real crazy about reading today is when he recorded this, it was just him with the guitar sitting there at the chair, Briggs behind the booth, and then one other person over in the corner was Dean Stockwell. Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting there, yeah. Sitting like, can you imagine being a fly on that yeah. wall? Just, I know. You, you'd be, you'd so be high, high out of your mind if you're Absolutely a fly on wild. that wall. No, I, yeah, I um, <laughs> what was I gonna ask you, Russ? I fucking forget. My brain's all over the place. We need my we need Mike something to just about rain balls. No, it wasn't something about balls. <laughs> oh, about Hawaii, which I really enjoy. Is Neil? Uh, how many? Uh, how many states has Neil written songs about? <laughs> I tried to figure this out. Quite a few. Yeah. I mean, we got Albuquerque, but that's not a state. All right, states or cities? Because you got Albuquerque. You got Alabama. Alabama, you got Hawaii, of course. Hawaii. You got Florida. Yeah. You got. I don't know. I had more. I just should have written them down, but I got distracted because the bitch is about to join us. <laughs> Should I admit the bitch? You gotta admit the bitch. Right, I'm gonna admit the bitch. All right, the bitch is on his way in. <laughs> <laughs> what is that picture? Is that the bitch? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous to meet the bitch. We all are. <laughs> have we not? I thought we have. Have we? Have we met not? the bitch? And I just don't remember. I thought we did. What if it's Miles Davis? <laughs> what? You know the oh bitches brew yeah yeah you're really reaching today uh, you know <laughs> what do you want from me <laughs> is he here Craig are you here oh there he is. 
There he is. The bitch is in. The bitch is in. In. Hi, guys. What's up, up, man? Oh, trying to fix the computer here, but I think I got everything working. So, all good. Nice. Perfect. Dude, you're, uh, when you wrote on Patreon, the the bitch is in, I fucking died laughing. Oh, shit. Did I freeze? Yeah, well, you know, I thought I wanted to make it clear I was going to make my presence known. So. <laughs> that was great. That was great, Craig. Craig, how do you actually pronounce the name? All right, listen, I'm not going to play your games. I know you guys know how to pronounce it. I'm not going to put up with that nonsense. I'm not feeding into it. You know, you know how to pronounce it. I'm leaving it that. All right. Um, all right, Craig, your yeah. initial thoughts on Hitchhiker. I love it. Love it. This was actually, uh, this was the album that got me into really purchasing a bunch of uh, Neil Young vinyl and getting into vinyl. Because I was recommended to get this album on vinyl. Okay. Um, I had just purchased a um, player for my wife as a Christmas present the year before. Okay. So I got this on vinyl and tested it out. And man, I, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. This is a good one for sure. I don't, yeah. I don't have this on vinyl, and it bothers me. I might just get it. I might get it this week. Yeah, it's you should. Probably, it's, it's probably still my. I mean, I've got probably twenty-five pieces of vinyl or so Neil Young related, and it's probably still my favorite. Yeah. Wow. There's not uh, every song on this album is good. Um, and we right before you popped on, we were all kind of chatting. This is the the landing on water guy is John Locke, by the way, Craig. How you doing, John? Hello, Mr. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but Ru- Russ brought up it's a pleasure great... to meet you. Is all mine. Russ brought up a great question. Is uh, he? You know, obviously this this album got rejected by his label by Reprise Records at the time, but then they ended up coming yeah. out um, after the fact in different variations. Some literally not until 2010. Um, but. Uh, do you think it would have been better or worse if this album had come out when he had recorded it? Uh, yeah. Uh, this <laughs> album would have been better. It would have been, I think, really well received. But then I don't think we have Russ Never Sleeps like yeah. it was. And I love that album too. So, Or even like uh, American Stars and Bars and Hawks yeah. and Doves and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. I, I, I'm glad that it happened how it happened. But I agree. I think that was such a fruitful time for Neil and for songwriting. And these songs, all of these songs are fucking fantastic. And I think the album would have 100%, I agree, would have been really well received. But yeah, I I don't I know it's a it's a it's a conundrum. I think it it uh, it was supposed to happen how it happened, and I again I don't know if we get some of the versions that we ended up getting, like you said, on Ross Never Sleeps or 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 Hawks and Doves, etc. So I'm glad that it happened how it happened. But yeah, it's it's an interesting one to ponder, I guess. This album is the perfect ying to Ross Never Sleeps Yang. Does that make sense? Yeah. How what do you mean? I'm not sure. I I know what you mean. I feel like like Rust, and maybe I'm thinking of Live Rust because I always mix the two together. But like the intensity of those albums, um, balance so perfectly with the kind of quiet, like heartbreaking thoughtfulness of this album. Yeah, because with the other one, you have you know he's playing with an audience, right? You get feedback from them. Whereas this is just in his mind, he's just completely by himself. There's no one. 
yeah. in the world except for him and the guitar. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Okay, I just, yeah, I can I can see that now that you put it that way. Yeah. But um, again, and I I don't know I think we could have only had one or the other there. You would not have obviously been able to have Hitchhiker or West Never Sleeps so and maybe even Live Rust as a result of not having West Never Sleeps too. So Right. Yeah. It's almost like Neil is a time traveling vampire and knew exactly when to release each album. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, that's an interesting concept. <laughs> I've not heard that yet. <laughs> um, do we want to? Uh, do we want to start getting into these? Russ, I switched it so you can share, and the archives are going to kick you out at least twice before we. Do yeah. It. It's even load. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, but yeah, we can start to get into it. Let me just. Uh... Come on, man! Hurry up! We don't got all day. Well, it's the archives, dude. Oh, we were talking about this for me before you guys popped on, but Russ, <laughs> I don't know if you remember from the 420 episode or the Peace Trail episode, and we were kind of talking about how Russ was had a little tummy ache. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it turns out he had appendicitis, so he's been in the ER. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. So, in fact, we were supposed to get together a couple weeks ago to record a bunch of Neil covers for the for a certain tier uh patreon because i'm backed up and uh then russ got appendicitis i don't i'm only laughing because he's okay now but uh yeah well i i assumed that was the case yeah i assumed that had a good ending to it but yeah mostly hey buddy we just saw one of the one of the lock one of the locks one of the lock kin a little lock what is that uh what's uh michael's kid's name oh it's walt Wow. From Lost. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I got it up. We'll see how it All goes right. if I try to play something. It's gonna it's gonna immediately kick you out. Let's try. Yep, there it goes. <laughs> no, I've never once had that issue, so I don't know. You're really lying. You're lying. No way. I, I, I shit you not. I have oh. I, I play it all the time on my desktop. I have never once. That issue. Every time it does, every single time I do it on here. That's it does. because the archives. It's great on my phone for the most part, but the archives knows has one rule: you don't fuck with the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, John. I forgot your kid was there. Ready, bro? Yeah. Oh, there it is. I feel like we gotta hear that again. Yeah, you gotta hear that intro. All right, here we go. You ready, Bryce? Love it. Love the archives. Borealis, the icy sky at night. Paddles cut to water in a They killed us in our teepee and they cut off. 
This is, uh, I mean, yeah, just the, oh yeah, it's it's such a strong start, and he's he sound his voice sounds great. Oh yeah, he's singing with such raw emotion, and he he's just, oh, it's beautiful. I want to uh, see if I can. It's hard to do on this, but I'm gonna try to jump ahead because I I really <laughs> like what happens um, with the effect uh, around here. Around the Marlon Brando line. Let's see if this works. On the fields of green, in the homeland, we never seen. And maybe Marlon Brando will be there by the fire. We'll sit and talk of Hollywood and the good things there for See how it gets a little more like uh, spacey. Yeah, it's cool. I don't know if that was like an intentional thing that Briggs did, and or if Neil like backed away from the microphone, and then like you can really hear the reverb or something. But that that effect is so cool there. I really like that a lot. When I I kind of have a mental image of him playing this album because I've you know I've read about it and shaky and wherever else. And I kind of picture him pretty high, just somewhat swaying back. <laughs> yeah, swaying. Yeah, away from the microphone at times with his acoustic guitar. So. Yeah, and that's kind of like chopping yeah. at the uh, guitar. He's always, I always picture him just hammering away those chords. Is just, oh, god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just fucking, ding, ding, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. It's such a great song, and and you you really get the. You know, just the emotion, the effect of the lyric, um, just his delivery, you know, is so strong. And, and uh, yeah, of course he's high, but, you know, he's he's really bringing it, man. He's giving it, you know, he's giving it to us, and I love it. No, it's, you like this version better than the one on uh, Rest Never Sleeps? That That's going to be tough to... All of these e- are On gonna, each of these, it's yeah. going to be tough to, like, do that. Be, I but, I mean, I love... One, yes. Yeah, personally, I agree. I, yes. I think so. It's, I I think I would lean this version as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think the sparse arrangement just, like you said, brings out all the best aspects of the song. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I do love the like I I I like I like that that mm-hmm. type of thing. But um, and I like that uh, you know, I I like that uh, that element. But but hearing it stripped like this. Yeah, like you said, Craig, it really it it brings out what the song is intended to uh, express. I think we need a disclaimer, like saying that we prefer one of these versions doesn't mean we don't like the other version. Do you know what I'm saying? Like because obviously I love the other version of this, and it's not that much different than this one, is it? No, this I think this is one of the ones that's probably the closest to the version on Russ Never Sleeps. That's not there's not that many. Overdubs no. to it, I don't think. This one and Captain Kennedy are the closest, I think, to, that I can uh, think of. Captain Kennedy is, it might be the same it's version. It's essentially the same, yeah. Are you looking at, are you, oh, you're going on, uh, you're looking up the actual one? Nice. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, um, I, I prefer, most of these, as controversial as it is, and it'll be interesting to hear Mike's take when he finally gets on for this, but uh, I think most of these, I prefer this album's, the demo-ish version to the actual versions that come out 
Yeah, it was the same for me, except there's, there's one that actually strongly disagree on. But I think the majority of them, yeah, this the more sparse arrangement on Hitchhiker is just better. Yeah. Because it seems like that's how this was supposed to be. This album feels like an album. It doesn't feel like just like a random yeah. collection of demos. It feels coherent. It feels cohesive. It feels like it has a good beginning and an end to it. Like he's clearly, obviously, he's going through some weird stuff with the lyrics. And it's, I I don't know. Like, I, I love this. I love everything about this. Yeah. Here, I'm going to play a little bit of it. I like the other guitar uh, like coming in there, but I'm going to skip ahead to, so you can hear more of the horse a little bit. Huh? Is the horse on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's overdubs. I don't know. Actually, I think it might be. I think it's overdubs, yeah. I think it's overdubs. Oh, no. Some harmony. Yeah, some harmony. But that's him, I think. You know what? I might. I do like this version. <laughs> I I do too. I really do too. It's that's what I meant. It's this like it's a, a tricky up. one because I like the overdubs in this. Um, but they're so close that it really doesn't. It does. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You do a lot of the same vibe. I think. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's hitchhiker version all the way. All the way, really? Yeah. I like. I I can't go back to any version but this. For Pocahontas, it's just John. Why do you ridiculous. hate the Russ Never Sleeps version? <laughs> it's not I don't be. hate it. I, <laughs> I love it, but the overdubs just—I don't want to say it doesn't take away from it because I've always loved it. But once I heard this version, especially I mean, I have a bunch of bootlegs. So I'm pretty sure I've heard this over the decades, but this quality uh, is so <laughs> clean. It's just. Just, yeah, I, I can't explain it. it's the cleanness I, of it, for lack I of a better word. I can't believe this is overdubs. It's feel the Rust Never Sleeps version feels live to me. That's why it's and I'm looking it up now. It is it's overdubs. Yeah, it feels like it's live. Well, yeah, I think I think a lot of the overdubbing on Rust Never Sleeps is really well done. Sounds really yeah. organic. Oh, it yeah, does. It's definitely well done. Yeah, we should do an episode on that. We have Bob's and overdubs <laughs> on, on Rust Never Sleeps. Just on oh. what overdubs are, <laughs> the concept. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, Powderfinger. Another one that people said very similar things about. Or if um, you're from Boston, Powderfinger. Powderfinger. If this plur- Russ, you think Bill Burr shows up in this season of Better Call Saul? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Does are he? You- I don't we know. don't. I don't know. He's just saying that would be cool. Uh, Did you? I just him? saw him two nights ago. Bill uh, Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr. Yeah, that's cool. Like doing comedy, obviously, or yeah. just like on the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw him in an arena. I live up in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, and nice. He was just performing uh, 
Yeah, and then we know too. Yeah, he's amazing. Russ does a good Bill Burr. I don't know if you ever heard it. Eh, it's fucking st- no, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> ah, I'm serious. Fucking animals. Animals. F is for family. Oh my God, you just did half his act. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love I love Bill Burr, but his podcast I can't listen to it because this is all it is. Sports. We're gonna talk about sports. What's going on with the fucking Bengals? And then it's two fucking hours. Fucking ridiculous. Two hours of that, and then it's Sherry's Berries. Fuck. <laughs> oh God. Fucking. I've never. I've never said that. Hold on, John. What did you hold up, John? I didn't see that. What's it? Oh, she just drew some kind of picture. She oh, brought me uh, snacks too. Yeah, I'm swearing my head off. I know. I keep swearing. I didn't know. You keep bringing your kids into our swear. I'm not bringing them. They keep coming downstairs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right with that, it, let's listen to some. Powder finger. Powder finger. All right. Look out, Mama! It's a white boat coming up the river. <laughs> Hey, Daryl. Jesus. Look out, Mama. There's a white boat coming up the river with a big red beacon and a flag and a man on the rail. Better call John Cause it don't look like they're here to deliver the mail And it's less than a mile away I hope they didn't come to stay It's got numbers on the side and a gun And it's making big waves Yeah, who was it, Luke, on Facebook that said they missed the, um... The other guitar, but like the maybe James Clark, I, th- I think. Yeah, that's like the one thing I agree that I I am missing. But otherwise, this version's great. Uh, on Russ Never Sleeps, that this one was recorded live with the horse. Yeah, this is with the horse. Okay, I actually, right. I feel okay. So full disclosure, this is my number one song this might be obviously this is my number one neil song of all time and this is my number one neil version of this song i love the horse version love it but the emotion of this song the like the story that he tells is this is how it should be told neil and a guitar telling this story and i just i love like this song made me like i was always I've always loved Neil. Like I've always been like in like a casual relationship with Neil. This one like pushed me over the edge and made me think I love, I love this man as a songwriter in this version of it. So I'll take, I'll take this version over the other one. All, if you told me it's this one and then the other one you can never hear again, I'm fine with that. So person, wow, that's my, that's, strong. yeah, that's where yeah, I'm coming strong. in. Coming in, coming in strong. The bitch is in. Well, for me, this was the one I was re- referencing earlier that really I don't care for it. What? I don't care for this version. Russ, how no. do we kick? How do we kick the bitch off? How do we kick him off? <laughs> <laughs> no, Luke, this is good because we you always have something like this with shoe. That's true. Me and where, where you're always like, 
I 100% feel this way. And yeah. she was like, no. Yeah. Good <laughs> you know? now, Let me tell you how you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Powderfinger on Russ Never Sleeps. To me, that's, I think what does it for me is that is quintessential crazy horse to me. Okay. Mm. Um, that, and that sort of song, that sort of storytelling of a chaotic moment like that, I think is almost best represented by having Crazy Horse come along for the ride. So when I hear this version, it's it sounds beautiful. It, it's mm. a great sounding song, but I kind of lose some of the tension I think that I get from really from the horse version. Yes. I think I, I think I lean lean towards Craig as well, Luke. Seriously? Yeah, me too. yeah and I miss. Because I miss, I I really miss what they add, especially especially Neil's that that guitar part to me is is it's it's essential to the song. It's like to me, it's no, it's not fine, dude. It's, it's fucking right. genius. I mentioned it in, when we covered that record that that to me is as another. It's another part of the verse, essentially, in my in my mind. Dude, you know, it's like the heartbreak of this song of like a lone kid trying to defend. Do you know, like. This is how, no. I, I think you can make that argument with Pocahontas and how that one being stripped down. But that's not that. It's not that different from the other one. They're both versions are stripped down. There's no like hard electric version of Pocahontas. No, I know, but the, I, I I agree with Craig that I think you actually get more of that message from in having the horse do what they do and having Neil like. I mean, I don't know. We can we can listen to some of that one too if you want. And all right, real quick. I mean, how can you not have the horse with a song involving a, a young kid eventually getting shot and falling into the water? That's because, a horse. Song. Yeah, <laughs> listen, it's fine with the horse, but it's not. It just like works so much. You guys are you just. It's okay that you're wrong. Neil agrees with me. I'm I'm talking to him right now. What does he know? <laughs> yeah, fucking Neil. Yeah, Neil's the one who hates uh uh fucking um. T- uh, Time fades away, which is one of my favorite okay. records. And actually, I guess Neil would side with you guys because he wanted this to be a Skinnerd song, and they would have done it way more like the horse version. Yeah, so. that would have been interesting. Would have been stupid. Daryl, looks wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hear a little bit of the Russ we don't never need to hear too much. We all we were here. Look out, Mama! There's a white boat coming up the river. Love those oohs too. I'm sorry, Luke, but the bitch is right on this one. No, That's he's not. Ju- yes, no, he's he not. is, because that is a. Right. You don't get that. You, the, to me, the, he's a bitch, girl. This is one of those weird. This is one of these weird times, man, where I feel like that riff. <laughs> That's a that's what makes a that's a, a a large percentage of what makes Powderfinger Powderfinger for me. I'm not I'm not discounting how good this version is. I'm just saying 
the acoustic version of this is far superior. You feel it more. I feel it more anyway. Also, we should say why we keep calling Craig the bitch. Uh, Craig is a patron, <laughs> as is John Locke, and then one other guy named Mark Ray are all top-tier patrons. They're a, it's called the Old Silver Gold level, and we're actually going to do a patron episode just with the three of them uh, lately. So, But Craig, we were joking about how we couldn't pronounce his last name, and then <laughs> I don't even remember the how it happened, but someone, I think probably Mike just started calling him Craig Bitch. <laughs> And then he changed his name on Patreon <laughs> to Craig Bitch, and it was so fucking funny. It's still- well, and also the fact that you came in, that you today responded on the Patreon with the bitches in, <laughs> that just made our night. So it was you, great. you you you've done this to yourself at this point, Craig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, the the twenty dollars a month is worth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we appreciate it but yeah, you we, are right about this and luke is wrong so we can nope, move on no nope, nope agree to disagree i'm very curious where shu will land on this and i want to make sure we talk ask him about this next time we talk to him yeah so. do i don't even know if we need to bother playing any of captain kennedy it's a sen- it i'm um, it's yeah, can, it's the same exact same track right it's, yeah it, it's, it's the same track it's, it's it's literally exactly the same right i'm he, pretty sure it is he yeah. used this version which is good like there's no other version of this song that would make sense do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I mean, let me again, not to, we're not, I'm not trying to write off the song. It's, I love this song. It's I great. love, yeah. I mean, because it's the same, it's, it's almost just like, why even spend too much time on it? But like, you don't want to hear the horse do Captain Kennedy. Yeah. We've already talked about it. So, um, it's a classic. It's again, it's one of those things. I, I love that. I love that Neil wrote this song and that it wasn't an, you know, an Irish poet centuries ago like it's just it's it just seems like an old old folk song you know and i mean i don't know just neil is he's just he's fucking neil man i know and the song is good but i can't think of the title of the song without thinking of adam driver doing that oh oh from inside lewin davis that mr kennedy oh Oh, god (laughs) yeah we should get adam driver on the pod what were you gonna say john uh, I don't remember now. I was just saying like, it's one of the, his best songs. Like, it's Captain a Kennedy? Top five song for me. I love the song so much. Really? Captain Kennedy? His guitar playing on that is one of my favorite progressions of his. It's just a picking. It is. He picks this very well. He plays. Yeah, it's it's well. it's so folk. You know, it's it's really 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 really. It's very very old in, folky. In lyrically, you know? it's I, I mysterious. Will- yeah, like, is it about JFK? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he was a, a U-boat driver, so, but... Wait, hold on, hold on, John. Are you saying that Neil killed JFK? <laughs> is that what you're saying I on the podcast right him. now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daryl! It's possible with him. <laughs> I couldn't even think of a hey, Daryl, for that one. Cause <laughs> Do you want to hey, hear something? Hey, Daryl, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> hey Daryl, I'm going to the book depository. <laughs> hey Daryl, I'm gonna start calling you Dare Noel. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that was a fucking stretch. <laughs> Dare Noel. <laughs> Mike would have logged off. If he saw that. <laughs> yeah. no, I will whatever. say this is one of those songs, though, uh, s- similar to like maybe not to this extreme, but like with the old Homestead that. Sometimes when I'm in the middle of listening to it, I do get bored with it and just move on. Uh, really? You've got to be in the right 
specific vibe. I actually think I agree with this. I no, I'm like, with John. I'm I'm with John on this one. I, I love this tune. On. I could listen to it. All hold on. on, John says this is a top five Neil song, with I which I strongly disagree with. There's no way this is a top five Neil song. Yeah, but that's what's great about Neil. That's what's great about Neil is that you and you everybody can have a different top five and and anyone can anyone can make an argument for those. Yeah, people you know? can be wrong about all kinds of things. Yeah, just well, like you're wrong about Powderfinger. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a top five Neil Young song overall. But, you know, subjectively, it is for me. But objectively, yes, it's no, not top five. No, John, in my opinion, you're saying it's a top five Neil song, and you're saying that Neil killed John F. Kennedy is exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go this, to the bank on that. <laughs> and this song is his confession of it. <laughs> yep. Um, anything else on, uh, on Captain Kennedy? No, nope. oh, but now I want to now on. I want to analyze the lyrics to see if there's anything like about eleven twenty two sixty three in it. So oh, what a book! Yeah, what a book. Also, by the way, I'm rereading Revival, top five King book for me. It's Ooh, so I gotta good. check that one out. You haven't read that yet? I've been busy watching Severance on repeat constantly. Oh, oh John, I've been on going, such a deep. Please. I've been on such a deep, deep, deep Severance. Like I've watched so many. YouTube videos and podcasts go. and like I'm so so into it, dude. I've watched yeah, it like three times. It. Yeah, yeah, I can't get enough of it. I know, it's, me too. It is really me good. Too. Have you watched it, Craig? I have. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that's the the just the waffle party episode oh. was. <laughs> God, it was entrancing. That that is a crazy ass show. I don't even know what the hell is even going on. The it waffle party. Matter. And no, it doesn't the, exactly. What's it when like they get to dance? Is is that the same as the waffle party or no? That's a different thing. When no, he's, that's, oh, that's an earlier scene. It's, I think, it's like the episode bef- before or something. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah that's when she hit seventy five percent. Defiant jazz. Yeah, yeah, defiant jazz. That dude, uh, Tremel, Tremel Tillman. Yeah, he is so good. That's Milchik, but the actor's name is Tremel. I've yeah. never seen him in anything before. And that, like his really his good. dance, it, oh, it's so good. <laughs> and I just love what that shot of Adam Scott doing his little. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, great. That's so good. All right, uh, let's go. Let's move on to Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. This is a good one. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta stop it. I have to (laughs) because it. Yes, it is. It is so giggle. But but here's the thing. I'm so glad Shu isn't here so that I can say this. How adorable is that little giggle at the top there? Really is. If she if she heard me say it, he would be so mad at me. But I don't even care. Also, how I mean, Neil is at the peak of his high during the recording of this. You, oh like, yeah, that giggle is so fucking high and so joyful. It's and then he says, "What he says, come on in here or something like that." He's probably talking to Dean. He's probably talking to Stockwell. <laughs> right? You think he's talking to Stockwell? I love everything about this album. I love it. Oh, it's so good. John, thoughts on the chuckle? Adorable? What do you think? Oh, it's very adorable. <laughs> he, just, he just recorded Captain Kennedy, so now he's laughing like, I just confessed to killing JFK. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it again. Oh, of course, it's going to do that. Uh, now it's going to go to Pokemon. Come on. Oh. Whatever. 
something that I already knew He said help me stay afloat and get back to Hawaii Hawaii All the paintings and the sketches lay scattered on the sand And the condominium was close at hand Things were getting hard to follow I was feeling pretty hollow When the stranger came to me and put out his hand he said, I think we better talk to something Yeah. I'm I'm with you, John. I I I really like this song. I think that article was way off, um, and I I this is one of those songs too where, for anyone who who says that Neil Young isn't a great singer, I would point them in, to in the direction of a song like this. Like Absolutely. it's not it's not easy to to go to you know he he does have range, you know, and he absolutely can sing. Um, so yeah, John, I'm with you. And I, I, I think it's, yeah, it's haunting, you know, and, uh, it's, it's, it's just really, really beautiful performance. I agree. A hundred percent. I love the, the line, um, we references an overdose of vitamins. Mm. There's some really great lines in this. Uh, one of my favorites is, uh, is the last line there, um, where he, he says, uh, half a woman or whatever and half your mind is uh is in hawaii or whatever he's talking about that that last line is is great i don't have it in front of me but it's a good one yeah it's crazy i was reading today so he was supposed to meet carrie snodgrass in hawaii so they you know made plans he shows up she never does completely destroys him oh he comes back from that and that's when he records this so was this before or after that relationship ended or during the end of it? During it. So yeah, I think this is like at the very end. Yeah. So I wrote this the last straw. I wrote this note, but more about Give Me Strength, which was is the next song and the other unreleased song, but similar vibes to this. Everyone knows Neil can write a love song. Harvest Moon. I mean, he's got tons of them and everyone knows he can do it. I think he shines even more as not a breakup song, but as a like end of relationship, love has faded, love is over song. Like yeah, uh, spot. this one, give me strength, fucking Ramada in. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he, he knows how to get that emotion and musically put it out there really well. So not that yeah. necessarily Hawaii is entirely about that, but give me strength is a ton about that if not entirely and it's so good so so it's probably why that whole essence that you're talking about it's probably why homegrown the album is might be my favorite album because there's so much of that um yeah that album yeah that's true yeah that's that is a great record i agree um so I know, I think I know which way you would lean, John, but for the rest of you, between these two unreleased, which way do you go? I go Give Me Strength. Yeah, Give, give Me Strength. John, you, you go Hawaii? Without a doubt. Yeah. 
Rust. It's it's that's t- it's really tough for me, man. I love them both. I j- give me strength. I can't believe that never made it anywhere else. That song is. He's a- done it live. No, but, I know, but I mean that it never um, made an album. Yeah, I know that it wasn't released. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's a song he could have done multiple versions of. He could have done a version. I don't know if I see the horse doing that, but I could see him doing it with the Gators or with uh, even just like bringing in fucking Roses and and Kelton. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, can you imagine? Can you hold on, Russ? Can you imagine Ben Keith on "Gimme Strength"? I know, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> old long grain on who will give you straight uh, yeah man um i honestly think i might i might just just the slightest like one tiny little pebble in the you know in the uh what do you call it the, the uh what are those things Camp. the weight the scale like in the scale of probably goes to hawaii only because um forgive, forgive me strength it's um there's only really like kind of two verses and then the rest is just sort of the chorus yeah but it's they're so good man and i know but i feel the same way about hawaii so i don't know i, I think i like hawaii a little bit more i think let's i lean pl- lean towards hawaii so let's play well, a let's play of- some give me strength yeah. yeah you don't like give me strength because that's such a oh lord please give me the strength to lonely man i made myself Not as bad as some things I've seen. The picture painted here is not a dream. It's only reality the way it seems. The happier you Uh, yeah, now listening to it though, I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit, I don't know. Because then the, the a harp comes in at the end, and it's fucking, uh, it's beautiful. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It. What's that, John? I think I overplayed it. Like 15 years ago, I played "Give Me Strength" just constantly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had a really crummy bootleg of it, and I've just, I think I played it to death. So, song like Hawaii is brand new to me still. Okay, that, that might be a little part of it. That, that might be sense. part of it. Yeah, I don't know. Now listening, I'm like, fuck. I think yeah. it might be give me strength. Give me strength, dude. It's give me strength. I'm telling that you. That chord change is so good. When he the 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 um right before he says the chord change, it's before the laughter in your eyes. That chord change right there. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm starting to doubt myself now too. <laughs> I just realized my wife needs the computer at seven fifteen. So we should we got four left. We should we should move through, okay. through these. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I I also wrote that this one. It, Correct me if you if you guys don't feel the same way, but this song kind of is like it's slop it like slops along, but in like a really pretty way. It's like kind of sloppy, but in the best Neil way. Does that make sense? It's just like yeah, it's a very it's organic. Kind of saying, Give Neil me strength. Flow. Like he doesn't yeah. have the strength to record the song. Kind of, he's just trying to get through it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's great. I don't know if it, but it's not sloppy like. No, it's playing. not sloppy. It's just no, 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 no. It just I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, yeah, like you said, Craig, it, it, organic. You know, it's kind of like it spills. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like God spilled a person. I think that, that, I mean, it's just a short, like what, four line chorus to the song, but that's just a tightly written, powerful chorus. Absolutely. For a song. Also the second longest song on the album. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, Hitchhiker is. is the longest. Shit. Um, all right. Ride my llama. Uh, do we have to listen to this one? Uh, play just a little bit of it because yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a sucker for this song, man. Yeah. I'm a fucking sucker for this thing. So I don't remember the lyrics being as cool and kind of wacky as they are. Because it was live, the version on Rust Never Sleeps, right? Yeah. I mean, this is not that different, but but it is. I mean, yeah, he's live. It's live. Um, it's just him, though, even on that rules. one. It's a great song. Yeah, I agree. I'm a sucker for this song. I I love it. I also thought uh, right up until I did a little research that this was on Stars and Bars. I don't know why. I thought for sure this was Stars and Bars. Uh-uh. It's Ross never sleeps. I will say this is this is good. Pretty pretty similar to the other Ross never sleeps version, yeah. but yeah, I, I will say that, and we haven't reached this point in the podcast yet. Um, but on the latest Volume Three archives, there's a horse version of this song. Is it's there just really? Oh, is this out of the water? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I know what you're referring to. That is, it is, it does, 100. percent Well, it's, we'll get there yeah. in 2026. So. <laughs> awesome! Can't wait. I also, and I, I know I said this during the Russ Never Sleeps episode. It still bothers me that he says llama. I love it. I absolutely love it. No, it's just llama. Neil, it's llama. John. John, thoughts on uh, on this one? Oh, one of my favorites. I mean, it's a song about getting high with a Martian. I mean, <laughs> just a perfect heel right there. Like, yeah, absolutely. Also, anytime you say John thoughts on this, I expect him to go 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Stop. You don't have time. You're the one who just told us we don't right, have time. And then fine. you're the one with the fucking shenanigans. Come on, man. A little lost. You got to listen to Hitchhiker because this one is probably my favorite. This is your favorite? One of, my, one of them. One of okay. Them. Top okay. three. Top three for sure. I mean, just it's it's crazy to me that the only version we've had up to this was Lenoy's, and it's just worlds different, fucking worlds different. And this to me has the same, even more extreme, is the same type of thing like with Pocahontas, 
where this is how this song's meant to be heard. I think I, I, I've, I yeah. So I actually, and I know I'm in the minority, especially from the Facebook comments. I, this is the one that I definitively like the Lenoise version better. Really? Oh, oh yes. my that's, God. that's insane. Dude. I love, I love this version too. They're so, they're very similar in a lot of ways, but they, no, they're not at all. But when was the last time you listened I'm, to Lenoise? I don't know when we did the episode, but I mean, in the rawness, they're both, it's just Neil on both of them. So what I'm saying yeah. is, I it just, doesn't feel like it's just Neil on the on the Lenoise though. It's it, there's so much kind of you know. I just think the cha- the chaos of Lenoise fits this song better to me. I don't I don't agree. That's fine because I've al- I'm already right about Powder no Sugar. you're I'm not right about at this all one too, but and that's okay. Like this whole podcast is a lesson on you guys being wrong and me being right and you no. learning to deal with that. No, it's that's not okay. at all. It's fine. Also, you were wrong about the length of the song. That last one was not the second to last. So <laughs> just, you're on a fucking roll there tonight, buddy boy. Oh, for three. You already you, <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke, this is nothing. Nothing. You're, Russ, you're gonna change your mind after hearing this. This I'm is not at all. I just part. listened he to will, it. He will. No, I won't. I listened to it before. That, that's so much effects, dude. It's, it doesn't feel like it's just Neil. It feels like he's... I mean, don't get me wrong. It rocks. It rules. I, I like it, but it. I much think that the that the Hitchhiker version of Hitchhiker is is by far superior. Well, and Neil does... I don't know. He does or doesn't. But he... Obviously, enough that he named this album that. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. And I, I really enjoy this version. I like both. I just like... I really like... Uh, I don't know. I like the Lenoise version a lot. Yeah, so do I. It's just not. It's just this is how the song's meant to be, in my opinion. Yeah, the noise uh, gets in the way. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Like... You mean Lenoise? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I set you up for that. Um, John, which uh, which president do you think this song's about being assassinated? <laughs> Stop, Luke. You're the one again that said you have to give your computer up to your wife. So quit with the shenanigans. <laughs> I can't. The shenanigans are in my bones. Craig, you're with me on this one though. Yeah, this the, the other version doesn't. I lose the whole essence of it being a song about like um figurative hitchhiker or something. I mean, I don't know. The lyrics don't seem to sync up with that sort of Lenoise sound to me. Yeah, if I'm paying attention to the lyrics, the, I might so- be, I... the sound of the of the Lenoise version sounds great, but the right. lyrics don't seem to sync up the way they do in this. You know, yeah, because this is like this is this is uh, this is a hitchhiker with his guitar. You know what I mean? Right. It's just it's just one guy with a guitar with an acoustic guitar who's literally hitchhiking and he's got a bag of hash. Like, w- and I agree. I think with with Lenoise, yeah. you're so right. caught up in like, and and I agree, Craig. It the sound itself is really cool, but it doesn't do justice to the lyrics. Whereas him on acoustic does exactly what you want it to do. You guys actually might be and, swaying me a little bit. And and Luke, did you? This one has harp too. I and know, the harp. I know, in, I know, I know, I know. In this song is fucking awesome. It is good. You might, like I said, you might be swaying me. Let's just move on because I don't want to be swayed any further. <laughs> well, you just got swayed. 
That's right. not swaying. That's sashaying. <laughs> yeah, but it's a better noise. So. Well, what noise would swaying be? Quiet, please. <laughs> I don't know. That's not swaying. That's kind of swaying. Here, this is the noise for swaying. Actually. <laughs> this song huh i love this song since, since decade i've loved this song Same. Back, well, i used to pump gas 15 uh, on at this point fucking actually like 19 years ago at a gas station in acton massachusetts and my boss i've told the story before had a f- like a five or six disc changer and decade was one of those and i would put on all three cds and this song was the one that stuck out to me the most on that wow. and this version with the extra verse. With the, with the verse, yeah. The traffic cops are all colorblind. People steal from their own kind. Evening comes too early for a stroll. Down neon streets, the streaker streaks. I love that. The speaker speaks, but the truth still leaks. Where even Richard Nixon has got soul. Just, I think the whole song is just, it's just, and I don't know what it would be like to listen to this in the mid-70s when all that shit was going on. But I, like, even now like the relevance like of, i think it's highly relevant now absolutely yeah i know i mean nixon could still run for president again imagine that <laughs> <laughs> you can re- you can replace that richard nixon name with numerous names yeah, yeah. people from modern times and it would yeah. be completely appropriate what do you or think or even jeffrey bezos has got some. yeah it's not going that far. Yeah, it'd be pretty <laughs> yeah. It's being but, crazy. <laughs> but I, I think the whole point of the song is like, and I don't, again, I don't know. There's, there's so much nuance to this song, but the, uh, I mean, I think there's a, there's a, sorry to cut you off, Luke, but Craig, to go back to your point, Craig, there's a reason why he put out a record called this in 2020, you know, Brilliant. camp campaigner. He did. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. am I forgetting that? He and it had the it, it had the updated version of um, looking for a oh. leader. I don't. Oh yes, this. I remember that now. My brain, okay. My Vaguely. Going nuts. Yeah. But uh, I just think like obviously Nixon, Watergate, all that. When was Watergate, by the way? Seventy three, four, two, yeah, a couple years five, before this. One. Okay. Um. So. So obviously Nixon was a fucking a, like. Everyone knew Nixon at the time. Everyone, and he was probably a very like, what's the word? Notorious name to put. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I don't know. Polarizing I just, name. Polarizing, yes. So I just, I, I don't know. I just, I feel this song a lot. I love this song. Like nobody had sympathy for Nixon. I don't think. 
And then here comes Neil saying, you know, I saw this moment of him, this picture of Nixon looking sad because of his wife in the hospital. Yeah. He felt sympathy for the guy. It's like, whoa. Neil feels sympathy for Nixon, like the only person on the planet. Yeah. yeah. Also, isn't there a, like a Amazon Prime show or movie coming out now about Nixon's wife or um Well, they're doing a Watergate thing. A water it's uh, yeah. Julia maybe it's not That Nixon. was 72 by the way. Was Watergate? Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah no, but- I also just love the idea like you said, Craig of like you could put that to this time even the even the worst of the worst, you know, if we can find a way to be like that person's a human Somehow, you know. You know, it was worse than Watergate, fucking Spygate. <laughs> fucking Brady. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Never happened. Brady did nothing wrong. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you, Craig would disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut up. You're a Browns fan. What do you got? Sports. What do you got? Sports. When's the last time the Browns did anything? The fucking Browns, dude. What's going on? You know, like, Craig doesn't like us talking about the Browns. Got nothing to say. <laughs> this All bitch right. has got nothing to say. <laughs> Craig, you know, uh, town meeting played in Akron once. That's the closest. No one. shit. Where, where in Akron? Don't remember the name of the club. It was a small. Oh, why club. would you? Why would it you was... remember that? Yeah, it was a ton I... of fun though. It was a fun show. It was a kind of a bigger club though, kinda. Yeah. All right. It... I don't remember much about it. Huh. <laughs> Shocking, I know. We yeah, met a guy fuck. there. Uh, his I don't remember his last name, but we called him PBR Johnny because he chugged a shit ton of PBRs and we became friends with him. Yeah, that funny. sounds like a guy from Akron. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played in Cleveland ever? No. no. We'll try to get back there. If, if not uh, in the fall, winter, then the spring, we'll do like a, we'll do like a like what we're doing in the Northeast. We'll do. Um, We'll try to hit Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, and maybe like nice. Milwaukee. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll get out on that human highway and and figure it out. So. Oh, transition. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah, man, oh, I just, just gave playing. you a good segue, and you just fucking chat on yeah, it. Yeah, that was such an awkward silence. Wait right after that. <laughs> I, I think if you're going to talk about this song, you got to talk about all the different versions of it. You know, there's so many versions of this. I, I don't know what my favorite is, but I think probably one of the top top ones for me is actually one of the CSN versions. Um, it's off of Look Out For My Love. Um, and I just say it. I'll, I'll try to find it if someone else wants to talk. But Well, I like this version the most, if I'm being honest. I uh, I, the comes a time version I don't like that much. Most I love. I mean, I love that one. Nicolette sounds great, and Ben obviously is a fucking genius. Yeah, I think it needs the banjo for me. Really? 
Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love the Peggy Joe. Yeah, listen, listen to this. Listen to this one. Is this, which one is this? The CSN? Uh, Why? Yeah, I think this is the one I'm talking about. Hold on. Oh, no, this is the, the uh, not the one. Not the one. Where Where is it? What the fuck? It's on the phone version. Is it the um, outtake version? Come on, Russ, man. What are you doing? <laughs> it's the arcade. It's such a pain in the neck going between yeah. the phone I do the love, It's different. I do love yeah. that there are definitely 12 different versions of the song. <laughs> yeah, there ridiculous. are. And I can't find the one that I like the, the best The Earth version isn't bad either. Yeah, I like the Earth version. I mean, I do like this one too, but this is not the one I'm referring to. You got to hear the chorus. Hold on, let me skip ahead a little bit. Russ, if you can't find... I got lost. What? I was just going to make a dumb still joke. On the human highway Take my head Refreshing fountain Take my eyes From what they've seen Take my head And change my mind how could people get so unkind? Oh, now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you uh, know, I just I changed my mind. This That's my favorite version. Well, Luke, there's a different one. If you look on the phone, type in Human Highway. It's off of, um, it's off of uh, 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 an album called, I believe it's called Look Out for My Love, which Try I know that. that's the... Try the, the song, outtake but... one down there, Russ. I'm pointing at it like you can see what I'm pointing this at. This one or this one? Uh, not they... Ambulance Blues. Yeah, I know. I don't know why it says Ambulance Blues, but... Because this it's... one's right around the same time. Oh, no, this one's just going to be Neil. Yeah, no, this is not it. Yeah, that's um... fine. Well, I'm, I mean, there's 12 versions of this song. Uh, that, uh, that CSNY version is great. Honestly, yeah, the other CS one and version is my favorite, I, and I, I don't know why it's not on the desktop. But oops, I don't know why. Got out. Yeah, come on, man, let's go. I do think hearing the banjo, any version with the banjo, gives it an added element of. Uh, I don't know. Of, I like. Of, I found it. The human highway wandering type feeling that the regular guitar doesn't. See, I found the, it. The Sorry. banjo is good, but it's the harmonies that do it for me. That those That's, that is true. Listen to this one. Well, I've never heard this. It's awesome. I come down. I'm just gonna skip ahead again. This is uh, 
This is uh I mean it's just this is this is so pretty. That's that's gotta be my favorite, I think. This is that's from, the best version. We'll get yeah. to this eventually on the Patreon. This is from the Archives Volume Two Disc Nine. <laughs> so i'm glad i found that because i really wanted to play that all right we got all right we just got one left old country waltz uh, old country waltz the dude abides stop darkness washed over stop gotta change the vocal mic to the piano (laughs) fucking needle Try to find some harp. Can't play the whole thing, unfortunately. Oh, that's so good. Uh, let's see if I can find some harp here. Excuses, I just want to play that country walls. I ain't got no excuses. I just before this. It's a little at the end, too, I think. Maybe not. I <laughs> missed it. Oh, well. Um, yeah. Um, oh, there it was, right when you cut it off. Hey, Daryl, cut it, it off. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just a little blow. It's just a one note, but hey, I know Darryl, he does play it. a little blow. <laughs> I did a little blow on this song, Daryl. Um, this is one where I love both versions equally. I'm, I feel the same. I. It made me... I wrote that... Uh, and I said this before the other guys jumped on, Luke, but I... This made me realize how much, or not made me realize, made me remember how much I love American Stars and Bars. I know. Just how great that album is. And if this song, if the Old Country Waltz isn't in your top three and on this record, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. <sighs> it's not in my top three. You're an idiot then. No, dude. I'm not. Because this song, this album, anything could be. And you know what? Like this song, everyone goes back to the ditch trilogy and then the albums before that but this one makes me want to revisit stars and bars it makes me want to revisit fucking uh like fucking, the bullet. yeah all the all those like post ditch uh fucking albums rust never sleeps comes not not comes a time so much but fucking um hawks and doves i just like i just that era of neil is so good and this stripped down version of it just makes me makes me so happy i'm just happy right now <laughs> I'm a happy Aww. boy. Uh, what do you got? I do what agree you... that both versions are pretty. I get. I guess it's maybe different, slightly different vibes, but I can't pick one over the other. I know it's tough, oh. especially when you listen to this and you hear fucking Ben Keith. Yeah, because it's just he's so good on this song. Come on, baby.
were playing that old country. And then you get uh, the singers too coming in. When I first uh, the see. Come on. Come on, archives. The day Yeah, I agree, Craig. It's like I don't know how to pick one. You know, I don't. I don't know if you can pick one. They're both. I slightly lean towards the uh, to this version. I think I do too, only because of Ben Keith. No, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Great. I meant the um, the Hitchhiker version. Oh no, I lean towards this one because of Ben Keith. I just love but... Solo Neil. I love him so much. So do I. So do I. Not as much as but... I do. I like them equally. Yeah, Ooh, I'm with you. I'm with you. What are you, Mac, playing both sides so you always come out on top? Nice reference. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right, boys, top three. Let's go. You want me to go first? Because I thought about this, and this was very hard, and I changed it several times. Um, but I'll, I'll give you my top three. My number three is Campaigner. I have a real soft spot for that song. And this version with the added verse I love. My number two is Give Me Strength, which was almost my number one. Except Powderfinger, this version of Powderfinger is my number one. I just love it. I love it so much. And I always will. And I'll marry it someday. Watch me. It's gross. Right. Uh, I'll go. Um, I think probably my number three, it was a toss-up between the unreleased. And I'm sorry, John, but I'm going to lead Lena. Uh, give me strength. Um, my two is probably... The Old Country Waltz, and my number one is Hitchhiker. Okay, good. So, all right. God damn it. <laughs> this is terrible. I hate this part. <laughs> okay. Um, so do we. Well, Old, Country this Waltz, Old Country Waltz, number three. You're right. You got to have that in the top three. Yeah. Um, probably, probably Hitchhiker, number two. <laughs> and then give me strength number one that that just the most well-written song on this album i think yeah um so yeah right on all right, all right. Up. johnny don't hate me but here we go number three captain kennedy <laughs> it's all right you're allowed number two nice. i love it i love it uh, hawaii <clears throat> okay. one it's gonna be hitchhiker okay nice nice um oh, sorry no Country Waltz. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't have it in no mind. No worries, man. Country I Waltz love that great. all of us kind of have, you know, different. Yeah, Craig's we, and I were very similar, but otherwise, you know, we, it's. We kind of yeah. cover the gamut, I feel like, which I think is the, yeah. why this album is so good. Um, the hardest part for me was a cut song, and John, I hate to say it, my cut song was Captain Kennedy. <sighs> but only because the version is almost identical, if not identical, to the version we already have, and everything else is at least slightly different. That's exactly why I have it, yeah. Oh, you too. Craig, you too. Is it Captain Kennedy for you too? So for Cap yeah, so hell no. No. The obvious <laughs> answer here is Powderfinger. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Never need to listen to this version of Powderfinger. I'll go to the fourth one every time. <laughs> and there's the right answer, but what I do love you got? It. I love it. I cut song? Old country waltz. What? Whoa! 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 
I love it. Is that because you love Ben the Ben Keith version so much? No, Russ. correct. That no. version is so much better. This version, it just yeah, doesn't do it for me. All it's right. great, yeah. but I know after listening to the Ben the that the American Stars and Bars, I'm like, man, I think I do like that version better. But it's like it's tough. It's, it's really tough. This, but overall, this album, I mean. It's hard so, to find it's, a bad it's, thing yeah, to say it's, about it's, it. Yeah, it's incredible. It's just so good. Um, just, I mean, Ron Neal, especially in this mid-'70s Ron Neal, this, you really can't beat it. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. And if, if you have a record player, if you listen to vinyl, this is a must-own for vinyl. Yeah, I got to get right. it. I got to get it. That's next on my list. Um, but anyway, this is Long May You Young, the uh, Neil Young podcast where we go through his albums one at a time. This has been Hitchhiker. Thank you for listening. Ooh, that was a weird noise. Um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Long May You Young. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on all that garbage. We're on Elon Musk's Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we have a Patreon, which is why these guys joined us. Uh, Mike had a family And hey, here, here at Long May You Young, even Elon Musk has soul. <laughs> <laughs> nice I'm being one. financially irresponsible with us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but thank you everyone for listening thank you to John and Craig for joining I really appreciate yeah, it yeah thank you guys thank you. it was an awesome thank to have you, you. And, thanks uh, for having us yeah and we'll see you we'll see you on the next one alright All right. excellent alright guys thank you right. see you guys take care see you guys see ya it's NFL draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.